Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we build worlds based off the role of a 20-sided die. I'm Jordan. And I'm Cody. And this week, we're not building worlds based off a 20-sided die. What is actually happening this week? Yeah, that was really corny. Sorry. Jordan, what's happening this week is is basically nothing, but it's with good reason. Good intentions. So I realized on our last episode that we never actually announced what um, audio drama we were doing. It was almost as if we just like scrapped the idea. We're just going to ignore it. But no, 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 no. Audio drama is still happening. We did actually choose. And yep. here's what we chose. Cody, afterwards, um, decided to be like, Hey, man, I'm going to be a good guy about this. Let's do both of them. Because I <laughs> felt like doing a competition kind of killed the spirit of what this project is all about. And I was like, but I came to beat you. <laughs> I, was well, like, I put my heart and soul to win. And Cody's like, no, man, let's do both eventually. So, yeah, were you going to say something? <laughs> no, I was just going to say, this is what happens when you just like start swinging at nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's like I came out like expecting to fight Mike Tyson, but ended up just swinging at air for a solid hour. So, yeah, and then, and then Mike Tyson was like, "You did a good job, good job, he, buddy." He's like, "I'm proud of you, man." It's like, what? What do you mean? I thought You're you were proud gonna bite my we, ear off. What the heck? Yeah, I, I thought I was about to get destroyed. That's why I trained so hard for this. You looked it's, really good while you were punching over there. I'm proud. <laughs> I'm proud of you, son. So wait, you're my dad, Mike Tyson? What? <laughs> but anyways, without that weird fantasy happening. Um so yeah, we decided to do both audio dramas, but we're going to we're not going to do it back to back because I feel like that would be a little overkill. It would so be a lot. We're going to yeah. do one now, which is already started writing and recording. It's coming yeah. along great. I and feel like we're far enough into it that we can very confidently say it's happening and mean it cuz we've written yes. half of it and recorded a third of it. So we're yeah, doing we recorded good. a third of it in like I think that we can talk about it a little bit later, but I think that what we recorded is very good. Like yeah, I, I was I, very I, happy with it. I was happy with it. Like there, there, it's not quite like professional level, but it's good. Like for our first foray in um, audio dramas, I think it's really good. No, I, I agree, and it's been really fun because we have like I'm gonna say a full cast, which is to say we've like press ganged our friends into doing this with you us. You press ganged your friends, and I just said, sure, those are fine. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, like, hey, is it okay if we have so 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 so? I'm like, yeah. It's like I don't care. I feel like, like Diana's more of your friend at this point than she's my no, friend. So, no, you know. she, no, that's we'll again we'll talk about that in a second. So the audio drama we decided to start with was mine. Because I think Cody wanted to hold his a little bit closer and like make it into a beautiful masterpiece and just let's see if it can work doing mine. I know. I, and I also, think I think I had a little bit more clear of a um, outline, like clear of a vision for it. Well, you definitely had more of your story like told already in the world. Um, yeah. Like it explained more of what was going to happen. Um, for me, I think the reason that I wanted to go with yours, it wasn't because I wanted to like use yours as a guinea pig or something. It was totally just <laughs> that um, I felt like at the moment you were way more invested in your story <laughs> happening. What? Me invested in a story? No way. And not that I wasn't or that I felt like what I had made was bad, but I could tell like this was something important to you. So I'm like, well, we should do that because it's like. <laughs> You are passionate about this at this moment. Let's do it. So, so, I think so that's what the whole actually, point. 
Sorry, go on. It's finished. I, was just, I think that's like the whole point of the way that we're going to try to do World Shop is like not just keep churning out worlds that eventually broke us no. and instead like what is the creative writing thing we are excited about? Let's do that. Yeah, and I, I think that's going to be a way better way of doing things in the future. What I was going to say was a complete joke. I was going to say, like, so you felt bad for me because I was at a bad point in my life. You're like, he, need, he needs this. <laughs> like, like look, at, look at him. He hasn't combed his hair in five days. He's sitting in his own filth. He needs this. None of that was true. I, mean, I did comb my hair every day because I actually been working on my hair care recently because of, you know, yeah. Anyway, we don't have to talk about my hair. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I mean, you always sound like you've combed your hair and that's all that matters. <laughs> it's like, I, I sound like I have things put together, but they're never put together. I'm an extremely I feel like, erratic person. <laughs> you know, no one can see your room but me. You sound like you're wearing a tuxedo. It's just uh, if someone <laughs> saw your world, then, you know, that would yeah, be different. like... Yeah, yeah, no. I actually don't wear a shirt for these. <laughs> yeah, right? It's very distracting. <laughs> it's very, just just the gross, like, one, one sprig of, like, chest hair just coming up and, like, caressing my chin. I have feedback on the nipples. It's just weird, <laughs> you know? Weird nipples. Yeah, he really doesn't like the pasties either. I tried doing pasties <laughs> once, and it was just like, could you stop, like, trying to spin with the tassels and everything? It's like, it was what? more distracting, Yeah, actually. yeah, I know, I know. See, and that's why, like, there are some weeks when Cody just seems like he's kind of off his game. It's because it's of the um, nipple tassels. Anyways, didn't mean to do this. So, full disclosure, Cody is very tired, and I have been working really hard recently, so I'm, like, <laughs> willing and ready to say any and everything that comes to mind. <laughs> so, okay, so yeah, so we're starting with mine, which, I mean, you probably remember because it was only, like, in real life, like, two episodes ago, but mine is the supernatural um, horror mystery with following the three kids who have started their club, The Weirdos, as they kind of discover this mystery behind all the supernatural events happening in their town and a specific one of the quote-unquote skull girl who is this red-headed girl who shows up in all of the paranormal at, at all of the paranormal sites and that's pretty much what mine's gonna cover and we're gonna see like can the um power of this friendship <laughs> last through the test of a very strange and weird ordeal and yeah i don't know if you have any other notes you want to say about it but um, I think the only thing that I, I would say about the process, like, up to this point, because we're kind of midway through it by now, is, um, it, it has become apparent to me that, like, I've, I've heard of authors, like, writing an entire work and then going back and rewriting, like, everything other than the end. I totally get that now, because we end up writing something in, like, scene three, and I'm like, oh, that should be set up in scene one. Yeah, so we wrote <laughs> in record, and, like, right before we started recording this, I go, it's like, okay, so I think that we can set up, like, this stuff a little bit more so it makes sense, so we're not just starting at blank and blank, and I'm like... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, because like, I already had the um, idea in my head of how it's supposed to go. But it's like, yeah, since I already know these characters, not everybody else already knows exactly what's going on. Right. So we might need a little bit of a lead-in for things that happen. So we're going to, you know, we're working on it. Also, um, when you give your work to, like, five other people to read for a part, all of a sudden everyone has feedback. Some of the time, that's really good. <laughs> 
And then it's like, oh. Really quick, I want to finish up this little talk. Then we can actually get into the writing process because I really do want to talk about all of that. But yeah, so we're going to record and be releasing mine, I think, either next week or, well, after this episode or the (laughs) week after this episode um, because I'm still waiting back on some music and some other sound effects stuff that I want to add to it. Like, I really want to go above and beyond with this. And then after that, we're probably going to go back to worlds, like one or two random spun world, rolled worlds. And then we're probably going to start a different project. And then yeah. I think after that, we're going to do Cody's audio drama. Okay. I, I was unaware of our schedule in its totality, but I'm fine with that. <laughs> I mean, I decide, I literally just came up with that on like on the spot. I am flexible. So that that's cool. No, but I think as long as we're doing stuff that we're like confident about i'm down you know what i yeah. mean yeah man world showed us that we can't just keep rolling random stuff because we become less passionate about the stuff and it just becomes yeah. a joke at that point and i think the episodes that in my book that truly shine was when we were passionate and excited about the stuff like even yeah. the last one we did where we just came up with the world on the spot we were both excited to work on that like worksheet and like talk through that and yeah i mean it has a sincerity to it yeah when it becomes like it's our hundredth iteration of some random world it becomes less like it like i didn't care about florida man world i can tell you that cody probably didn't care about florida man world i actively despised it yeah everybody else would have really like oh wow this way and that's i just i couldn't do it i just could not figure out something that worked for it yeah, it just wasn't valuable, I don't think, anymore. Yeah. So, I like, either do another project or do, like, one or two Roll Worlds. Within, like, we're going to have a space between them so we're not just knocking you over the head with audio dramas. <laughs> I pers- We'll talk about this later, Cody, but I personally vote for a story episode again. I'd be a story okay with project. that. A story I, project. I a story. Or, actually, no. Long... Either another one of the um, worksheet worlds where we like come through, but we can like split into two episodes, or a a long formed random world. I think would be a yeah. good a good next project. But we can talk about that off air. Anyways, the writing process, Cody. Oh, so do we want to get more into that? Yeah, I yes. think that like is this. I think this is the first time you've written dialogue with another person before, right? With another person, yes. Well, first time. Well, the first time. In this type of situation, I've written dialogue with another person. Like, I've written skits and stuff for school and, like, small, like, like talent show type things. But I've never actually made, like, something I cared about. <laughs> yeah, I think this is, like, definitely the thing that I'm most invested in. But I just Didn't have always enjoyed... did you write a musical freshman year? Yeah, this is the thing I'm most invested in. Um... <laughs> about socks in, like, a washer. Oh, we don't sorry, have to dryer. talk about it. Um... Yeah, I'm sad so I didn't the, get to the see the course it. that I was in in college was a <laughs> humanities program where the first semester they make the entire freshman class write and produce a musical and it is it's one of those things that I think you get a lot more from by doing than by viewing. It was a valuable experience but maybe not a great musical at the end. Doesn't matter. What what was it called again? Because I'm remembering the t-shirt, but I'm not remembering the word on the t-shirt. Spin cycle. Spin cycle. It was light blue with red lettering, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's about uh, it's about a sock mafia. It was really cool. Yeah, um, I, I remember because I I was friends with you back freshman year and Mandy and a couple others. I remember hearing a lot about that, but it I was never a got lot to of see our it. life was yeah. spent uh, making Spin Cycle the musical. 
And I did write, I did write dialogue for that. And so like, I think I was, I had an idea of what it would look like to write dialogue with you. So I think I was pretty comfortable going into it. I think, I think, okay. So um, I don't, I'm trying to think of what thing I want to address for it. Okay. So what you were saying earlier was like having five people also look at your script. I will tell you like straight up, you already know me as a very erratic person and like very anxious. Um, I was completely anxiety driven about everybody looking at the script. I was so afraid that like Mandy and Caitlin and Diana were just going to like tear it apart and be like, this is stupid. And, like try to basically write their own play on top of what I had already like envisioned. Like, like it was like a fear that like, not necessarily saying like this is my my deep vision that I want to be like this amazing thing, but I was afraid that people were like they were going to like twist it into what they wanted rather than what I had written. And yeah. like so I came in like that Saturday when we first recorded, I was like so anxious, palm sweaty, I was like so like just ready to be like, okay, fine, you guys can just write it then. <laughs> like I was so nervous about it. But they're like, oh, no, we like this. It's like, here, I think this line should change because I'm definitely not saying it because it sounds too much like a Karen line. And, it's like, <laughs> and like after that, like everything else was fine. I was like, oh, I had literally well, nothing to worry about. <laughs> and I think for sure, because uh, like uh, Caitlin and Mandy have read, uh, I don't know if Diana has yet. She hasn't talked to me about it, but they've read the third scene that we wrote or the what third if, episode that uh-oh. we wrote. And they were like, this one is by far better than the previous two. And I think the reason for that is that we read it to each other after we wrote it. We like took the time to go back and read it. Uh, We didn't just like write it and then hand it to everyone and go read this. See what you think, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We we did our own table reading before an actual table reading, which I think was good because it helped me yeah. in my mind develop what I was what what we were going for for tone of each of the characters. Like I was able to say it myself and like imagine it. I, I dude, I am not an actor because I botched those lines so hard. Yes, it was like the first time we were seeing and like reading it, but I botched them so hard, which like you came to me like, oh well, don't you want to, like you should probably do the part of um so and so. I'm like. No, I'm the narrator, dude. I am not doing anybody's <laughs> part. It's like yeah, just shovel me the speaking. It's like line, you, it's I like guess. you can have it. And you're like, are you sure? I don't want to like have this just be my friends in doing your play. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want to act. I did that in elementary school. I'm not doing it again. When it uh, when it comes to mine, you're gonna have to have a speaking. Oh part. no, I'm the mayor of um shadows. I already called that part. Are you gonna do a horse voice? Oh, I was thinking like deep, a deep, sinister voice. No, you gotta do a horse voice, <laughs> Mister Ed. Oh, Wilbur. <laughs> Perfect. That's that's the whole character. <laughs> but I, I, mean, I mean, but yeah, no, like, like I can't not, I cannot act. And like, literally, you told me, he's like, yeah, well, I really want you to act. And I'm like, no. I was like, I think you do a way better job as that voice than I could ever do. <laughs> I, I think so far everyone's doing really great. I'm I'm very happy with how much like. Our friends are humoring us and doing something kind of creative with us, which is nice. So and I'm, never I'm once calling us dumb for it. Like none of them were like, ugh. Like no, and I mean, why would they? But it is, it is, an I don't want to say awkward. Odd. It's odd. It's just odd. But usually, it's just us talking to each other, and now it's like a lot of other people. Now there's a total to, like, of five of us on yeah. one script. I think mean, so. But it, so far, so good. Six of us. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. Um, I'm glad that they liked the third part, like that it's so much better. I think that especially the situation that's happening in scene three, I think 
works like like it works with the way that we set up the characters and that back and forth I do yeah, like scre- right. I do like just as a rebuttal, just screaming the word werewolf. Just <laughs> like she says a bunch of stuff, werewolf. Spoilers, Jordan. Spoilers. I, I'm just I'm so excited to see how Diana does that character because like the like after um having them record, I started like writing it, the the parts more to fit the actors rather than having them fit the characters almost. Right. If that makes yeah. sense. So like, so like I was writing for a sort of character, I was writing for Diana. Yeah. I mean, in the first place I was anyways, because I was um um having her be the only one who swears is a very, very specific choice. And I think works really well with who she is, and I like that a lot. Yeah. I think it's appropriate for <laughs> Diana and for the character. Yeah, I I think it just works. And like I, I hope it's something that stands out in the whole the play as a whole. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. I am too. I'm Ner- nervous, very much but excited. This. But like, eh. I think as far as projects that we've done so far on this show, I think so far my favorites have been the story one, and then I think this because we usually don't collaborate on anything. Yeah, I think that it's good for us to work together on stuff because I think we have like a complementary talents. Okay, I want to get to the nitty gritty. You can say, "Tell the truth, Cody." How do you feel actually writing with me? Like me as a Oh, writer? I always knew I was going to like doing that. Like really? I Yeah, 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 especially I, for dialogue. I am so scared that I have like very cuz I I have a very strong personality if you haven't noticed over the last 100 episodes, but I was so afraid that I would be like bulldozing you into stuff. And, like every time we're like, "Oh no, no, that works." Like, no, 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 no. Say what you wanted to say. Then we can decide which one's better. I don't want to no, like mean, force you into sh- uh, stuff. We we definitely like uh, I think had a good rhythm of how we were writing lines. Like generally we would go back and forth, but sometimes we'd be like, okay, I need to write like, these four lines back and forth. It's but like, then we'd end up going back and changing stuff. Yeah. Right. Stuff's like, well, I don't think like Kara would say it's like, or I think like this would be more fitting. Or there was like times when it's like, no, no, I just need to write these four lines. And then you could tell me what you think. Yeah. No, but I think it's very natural for writing dialogue to have another person there. <laughs> Because, you know, it's dialogues talking to people, so yeah, it helps. It helps. It is funny how quiet it is, where it's just, like, us both silently, like, IMing in a Google Doc, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, I, I do like leaving notes for you, to, like, as you're scrolling down the page, like, you see, like, something stupid I wrote. Like, I like I like how Google Docs works, because I could do stupid stuff like that. Like, be talking to you, and then, like, leave it an actual stage direction, which doesn't make sense, because we're not on a stage. yeah. Like, yeah, she exit stage left. It's like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I like this. I'm excited for when we, like, actually, well, we kind of did last episode, but actually, like, write a world together. Like, yeah, it'll come be up with, a like, an idea together. I think that will be very unique. I'm, I'm kind of worried <laughs> because, again, I have a very strong personality. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the we did like an impromptu world together, and I felt like that went pretty okay. That, I thought that went great. The train world, no. yeah, <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. All aboard! Like, what did you say? It was all aboard for magic. Yeah, something. Like I should have made the was... episode that, but I forgot until after I posted <gasps> it, and I'm like, ah, crap. Well, what did you name the episode? I think I just named it Bird People. Oh, we gotta stop doing Bird People. 
Bird person is becoming way too much of like a, a mainstay of our worlds. Specifically, bird person is your fault. Every time I we've talked about bird people, bird person has not been in my head. You brought <laughs> bird person into this. Every time there are bird people, I do just imagine bird person from Rick and Morty. Uh, every time. Every single time. Okay. Well, I, I, I think there's a lot to look forward to in this, if not to pat myself on the back for a job well done. But I think there's a lot to look forward to. The episodes, so forewarned, the episodes are going to be a lot shorter than an hour. Yeah, it like, turns out it's harder to, to make an audio drama than it is to write worlds. <laughs> I don't even think it's just that. I think that we like went in with the expectation that it would take longer to go through the scenes than it actually does. Like we recorded one scene in like two minutes, and I'm like, I thought that was gonna be like ten minutes. What? I think <laughs> I had a more realistic view on this than you did. Like I was kind of from the beginning. I'm like, our entire episodes should be like ten, fifteen. No, you said minutes. twenty minutes. I said don't, twenty minutes. Don't like change at a max. history. Don't change this. You said 20 no, minutes. No, but that was so like... So I was writing for 20, 25 minutes. I, I, that was like writing at the top end. I'm fine with it being less. I just didn't think we should I'm try also, to write I'm an also hour fine with it being less because it takes me like 30 minutes to edit a scene. And that's like from start to finish. Usually it takes yeah. me a couple hours to edit an episode, which I'm looking at the time like, ah, crap. Right. And it's just, there's a lot more steps and more people involved. So it kind of necessitated it being shorter, but I Yeah, and think all those people thing. have children but me. So it's a little a bit easier do. for me to do stuff when it's just me, but it's a little bit harder when everybody has a kid. Yeah, nap times in different, in different time zones is rough. Yeah. Like, it's um, like, okay, we got... Two hours starting now and halfway go, through go, this go. because so-and-so's in a different time zone, they're going to have to stop to put the kids to sleep. And so then we technically only have really an hour and a half. So, and I love that moment. It was like, oh, is grandma awake? You're like, yeah, he's fine. Don't worry about it. It's like, Cody, check on your child. Now he's good. I mean, we have a baby monitor for a reason and he just sits in his bed and reads books, so it's fine. I say reads, he looks oh, at the Oh, I was going to say, he's reading already? Isn't he like two? Uh, he's one almost and, two. One and a half? Well, one and three quarters? Yeah, probably more like one and seven eighths, but we don't. I don't know the exact fraction. I don't know the fraction, but I just remember around this time we were having the talks of, what do we do when you have your child? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, uh, God, we have like... This podcast is way older than I always like than I think it is. Like we've we, been doing it for a while. There's a reason why we had to start doing something besides just rolling a twenty sided dice for worlds. I mean, we we're still we can go back to that because I still like doing that. But man, looking at that list, like see Florida man, Doctor Seuss arriving world, this and that. I'm like, no, I don't want to. It's like I don't want to do any of these right yeah, now. Right? It's no, like, I think we can take some time to either build upon worlds. Do a long form world, do more like worksheet stuff. We could do other stuff than just trying to come up with clever ideas every week. Like it hurts. It, it does. Um, well, Jordan, do you want to do our, our little, uh, I would say our intro bit where we talk about what we've been up to this week. The but intro I guess bit after, bit. Ha yeah, this is going to be the whole episode. We don't have any worlds to prepare because we've been working too hard. Yeah, we've I been I mean, I technically writing. have a story I've been writing, but. Okay, Cody, so what have you been doing recently? Um, recently, I have been playing Sea of Thieves. You're still playing Sea of Three Thieves after like a month? Really? It has not been a month. It's been like two weeks. It's been like three weeks. No, it's been about two. 
You've talked about um, it on two episodes, I think, so it's been about three weeks. Well, I hadn't started playing it. I was going to start oh, playing okay, it. Oh, okay, fine, 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 fine. So Sea of Thieves, I have very mixed feelings about. It doesn't enjoying... sound like a fun game, but all of you guys it... keep saying how fun it is. It's really fun when it goes well. It's kind of, it's a game that is, it's a game that is not dissimilar from golf. <laughs> well, I, know love how, that, like, the exp- I love that. Descri- I used to play golf, so I know exactly oh. what you're talking about. Okay, so you know how it's like the thing where it's, um, you know, like the one good game makes up for like the hundred bad yeah. ones or whatever. It, you it's know? really, if it goes well, it's, it goes well and it's great, but there's a million ways it can go bad. Yeah, so um, that's kind of the way this game is, where, you know, you go around and collect loot, and then you have to take it back and sell it, and if something happens on your way back with all that loot, it's just the most depressing Like, thing. are you talking, like, typhoons and stuff, or are you just getting attacked well, by Well, there are killers? storms, but you can get PvP'd, or just, like, randomly a ghost ship can show up and try to kill you, and if you're not good at the game like I wasn't at the beginning, you get sunk a lot, and you just lose all your stuff. And I mean, it'll be like you've been playing for three hours and you have this giant payday on your boat. And you're like, I'm going to make it back to shore. And then some rando comes up and is like, here to ruin your day. Like, that that's okay. that's frustrating. It sounds awful. So, well, it, again, mixed feelings right now. The, the downside is there is no way to not have PvP as part of the game. So... The problem is, for some people that I play the game with, they are sick of PvP being a part of the game. I'm guessing like having... Mandy, Caitlin, and Zach. All of them are yeah, not a fan. <laughs> um, It sounds like everybody's upset. <laughs> and, like, the one that happened to us last time, we just got chased around the ocean for, like, 45 minutes. Dude, that sounds Just so trying to get awful. to a dock. Because, like, we would have to stop at the dock, and then the boat chasing us would just sink us. So we just had to keep running until he got tired of chasing us. And I'm like, oh, it's so, it wasn't fun. That wasn't fun. And we had to like basically sail. No, we had to sail with the wind to be going faster than them. So like different boats go at different speeds with or without, like with or against the wind. Um, So we were just like flying across the map. And at one point uh, I was talking to Zach and we were just like, you know what? If they don't leave us alone, eventually we're just going to sail it off the map. And you just get immediately killed by Krakens. And the reason we were going to do that is so, so they, they would not get, be able to get our loot. Yeah, they don't get it. Just to, like, spite them. Yeah, honestly, I would have just done that from the beginning. It's like, if you're really going to take this much time and effort, you don't get anything. Because, like, we had a couple of exchanges where, like, they would they closed distance on us. We were turning. And we, like, shot at each other back and forth. And they, like, tried to board us. And we had to, like, patch holes. But then that happened. They didn't sink us. And they just kept following us. Because they knew we had tons of stuff. And it was like, yeah, uh, I you didn't just manage to map. get us. I, I would have like, just left. <laughs> and that's the problem is that the game absolutely allows for that to happen. And there really isn't a thing to break that. Other than just one of you getting bored first. But the ships go about the same speed. <sighs> like, totally. if you traveled the entire distance of the map, even if you're in two different boats, more than likely you're still going to be within eyesight of each other by the time you get to the end of the Cody, map. this game sounds like, seriously... When you first started talking about this, I'm like, everybody I talked to said it like wasn't the greatest game, like and didn't live up to like what they had announced it to be. And now the more that you talk about that, I am seeing that is a hundred thousand percent true. I think definitely in early access it didn't, and I still don't think it's worth forty dollars. Oh, um no. I think that there are 
a few things they could add to make it a little bit more worthwhile. Um, but right now, the basic game loop is very repetitive. It is like, go to island, kill skeletons, put skeleton bits on your boat, go home, sell the skeleton bits. And there's a lot of variations on that. But at some point, you're always putting loot on your boat and then taking your boat back to shore and selling the loot. And then you get money that you can only spend on cosmetics, which is okay because it means that there aren't like OP rich ships floating around. Yeah. It's just that the players are better than you, which is good. But I wish there was some ability to kind of own your ship more and like customize it a little bit more, even if it wasn't strictly mechanical or just more types of ships. Um, also the ability to play with five people, which you can't do right now. You can play with a max of four. Um, oh no. One servers less. would be nice. <laughs> like you can do private sessions in grand theft auto online, um, and just play with your friends. I don't know why I could, I can't do a closed session with me and five of my friends where we do a two man ship and a three man ship and just sail around and have fun. And the thing is they're thinking about adding that, but you won't earn gold in a private session. And I'm like, well, why not? It's only used for cosmetics. Who cares? It, I don't know. It just doesn't sound fun. It, it is when you're playing it, but you're not <laughs> totally wrong. I, I just, uh, it's like, it's, it, uh, I don't know. Like when they first announced, I'm like, this sounds cool. And then I saw like actual gameplay. I'm like, I will never play this game ever. <laughs> Yeah, it has some problems. But anyways, Jordan, what have you been up to? Cody, how many things do you have to talk about? Because I have quite a few. I think that's really it. Ah, I think dang it. Thieves. Okay. Hopefully you think of another thing because I don't want it to just be me talking about all the stuff I've been doing. Hey, Cody, you want me to talk about the most depressing game in the world? Is it uh, Left for No Man's um, God, I hate Day of Reckoning? I hate Gosh, what's it called? The, the last way, stand two. Last of us. The last of us. The last part of us. two. Part two. Yes. Yeah. Bro. Bro, this game. Okay. First of all, I just want. Have you heard like all the like controversy and the like review bombing stuff that's been going on? Where it got like solid tens across the board for like everything. No, where people are re- like um, players are review bombing, it, giving it like zeros, like well, sorry, oh. ones and stuff because they're so mad at oh, there's a trans character in it. Oh, like the such and such character dies in it. Oh, this happens. This happens. We're upset because you didn't make the game that we wanted. I thought it got like no universally we'll, we'll like, get, critical. Actually, acclaimed. go look at the review here. I'm gonna look up the review because it should be real low it, it, hold on one second last us two it um should... so by um user review it has a 2.7 dang user, what but the the metacritic and ign gave it a um 10 out of 10 and a 94 percent. but user review it has a 2.7 because people got super mad about it for no reason whatsoever. Like, because, like, like I said, there was a trans character and a certain character dies that people decided to love so much that they would um, threaten Laura Bailey and her child over. Yikes. Gamers are the worst human beings ever. I just want to say that, just in general. Just not ga- not all gamers, because I'm also gamer coded, but like that community is so toxic. Yeah, it's like a, I don't know. It- this one's weird to me. I just didn't know this game had that much of a following that people would get mad about it, I guess. I knew it had that much of a following, but I didn't think people would. I didn't think that people would get like 
this kind of toxic angry about it. I knew like yeah. with all big games like this, people are going to be upset that it doesn't fit what they want it to be. Especially yeah, a sequel right. game. It's like you have this vision that it's going to be a certain thing and it's not always going to do that. But I will say just in general, I thought it was an amazing game. Is it a fun game? Absolutely not. It is depressing as heck. It just... I think there are three happy moments in the entire game. <laughs> and, like, one of them is a flashback as your kid and you get to climb up, um, a, like, a dinosaur, like a statue of a T-Rex, and she um, screams, I'm on a mother-effing dinosaur! And it's really funny. And, it, like, like, that's great. But then right after that's depression. And, like, and then there's, like, another scene of, like, you getting, like, really close to another character. And then there's, like, a scene on the farm. I'm trying not, like... I know no one truly cares that much, but I'm trying not to heavily spoil it. But it was just a solid 22 hours of just brutality and depression. And, like, so the whole point of the game was, like, to show, like, the cycle of violence and how that, like, destroys a person from the inside out. And that, like, you are the one responsible for the cycle of violence and you can stop it at any time. But like you keep your character keeps perpetuating it and it just keeps getting worse and worse. And pretty much everybody that you and the other character who you're trying to get revenge on all, all of your friends die because of, because of the cycle of violence and it's, it, it's brutal. And like, so one of the things that they do in this game, like to show, show this cycle of viol violence equals bad is, um, they make the violence in it very realistic. Um, there are multiple occasions. If you don't like get a headshot or do like a pretty, like this person is completely dead. Like say I, um, once shot a dude in the arm with a shotgun, he falls to the ground and screams for like a solid 30 seconds. Just gut wrenching. Ah, ah, oh God, ah, ah. And then, um, the other thing is that when you kill, like, random like encounter npc whatever you kill them you'll hear someone else scream at those like daryl no or you'll hear them scream out the name or like if you kill one of like the attack dogs they'll scream it's like no what the f what are you doing like like they actually get upset for you killing people and it's just like it made me feel so bad like throughout that See, whole game that's a weird one for me and it's like i know that they're telling like a linear story I just don't know if I would, like, finish it if I, like, was just sitting there like, I don't think I would want to do this. Yeah, there, there's multiple you know things mean? in that story that, like, I just didn't want to do, but it's the story, so you have to. Like, at the end, right. like, you get to a point when everything's okay. That's one of the happy moments on the farm. Everything's okay. And then you're like, no, I'm still going to go after revenge because I feel bad. And, like, it's like, no, stay on the farm. Live your life. You don't have to keep <laughs> continuing this. They let you live just stay and it's like nope story's gotta happen but i will say regardless of the um the um making you feel bad for violence there was like a character that i really like like you really get close to like these two characters and like you end up caring for them and one of them gets killed and i went on a freaking war path after that happened <laughs> it's like it's like okay Everybody in my way is going to die. <laughs> it's like I, I went on a like video game warpath where it's like it was one of those things where you could sneak past people, but it's like, no, I said, bang, let's go. <laughs> and then at the end, like there's this like group of um survivalists who like they're they like 
kidnap like they capture other survivors and torture them and they're like all these like bros wearing polos and camo shorts another time i was like no you have no right to steal other people's lives so you're all going to pay for this and i literally just another time just like stood up shot a dude and started the battle and just like the whole time just only using melee weapons like melee the guy picked up the other dude's hand axe like melee him until it bro picked up another one and just i just went Jordan, on i a, feel like you're missing the point I, of the game I, yeah yeah no so at the beginning like they like the end where it's like you're fighting these douchebags and the other part where like your friend dies it's like not nah, complete warpath but i think like because i talked about this a little bit on side characters i think as a whole like it is a very like diverse game and i think one of the reasons people got mad is like they're finally telling mainstream stories where the focus isn't just on a white hero who does everything right yeah i do think that that is kind of like a difference is trying to be more like not only diverse but like um tell broader types of stories you know what i mean yeah because like novels and to some extent, movies will frequently have characters where, like, your point of view character is not a good person. Yeah. And you are kind of along for the ride to this person that you don't necessarily like or agree with. Um, and I think video games are trying to do that more to kind of, like, be relevant and, in an artistic way, I guess, you know? And, like, the way they do is, like, you play as Ellie, the one girl from the first game, but then halfway through you switch characters to play as someone completely different, and you see their perspective on the same situation happening. And it's it's very interesting, and I think just, like, people got way too angry at the fact that, like, it isn't just a game about, like, the white savior character. Yeah, well, and it's just, like, it's such a tired... It's like a tired character, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like... It's not all the gruff man superhero character is kind of boring these days. Yeah, and there's also a million of those, so go play something else. Yeah. You know, like, but yeah, it's not like we're lacking on those types of games. I will say I really liked it. I think overall, like for a zombie game, like zombies are so overplayed these days. But for a zombie game, I think it did actually have some like scary moments in there. There's this moment in a basement with a freaking the zombies in the basement were like terrifying it's so it's like run 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 oh no way out i have to fight my way out of this shoot 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 run 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 shoot 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 run 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 no more ammo pick up this baseball bat hit 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 run 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 <laughs> it's like die 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 it's like it, it, it was a lot of it, it was it's a good game but it's definitely because it was so intense and so story driven it's a game that i will probably never play again and yeah, if, I could. If see I that. do, it's not going to be for a very long time because it was, it was in it. It was intense. It was, it was draining at points because of just how real it was at some points. Yeah, no, I can understand that. There's certain games that don't have to me like really good replay factor, you know. I mean, I... And that's fine. Like, not every game is meant to be played thirty times. They sometimes are just there to tell their story and get out, you know. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so my next one. <laughs> Yeah, remember when you said you wanted to like record a quick five minutes, and then I, I I did this, and it's now forty minutes. It's okay. I'm sorry, Cody. I love you, man. It's fine. I'm sorry. Tell me your next thing. I'm sorry, Cody. It's fine. Just tell me your next thing. No, I think I'm gonna draw it out another minute. No, okay. So oh, my gosh. next thing oh, for my next trick. Well, one really quick. I saw the Rocket Man movie, the Elton John movie. I thought it was great because they did it more as a musical than they did an actual biopic. So I thought it was great. I am 
very dubious of that movie. Because Elton John is still alive. Yeah, I mean, but I, I liked it that they made it more like a musical than just like a straightforward biopic like all the other ones. Sorry, biopic. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I just, I, I, I liked it because like it wasn't just, this is his life. Look how great he is. Like they did a musical. And they're also like, he was kind of a douchebag for a very long time. And then he got clean. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's just specifically not my genre, but I can understand how other people would have a good time. Again, it. it's a good movie to sit down and watch with my girlfriend. That's pretty much like most of the movies I watch these days because like I really don't have the drive to watch movies on my own because like at least like video games and like um and reading and stuff like that's an active thing that I'm doing. But like watching a movie, it just feels like I'm sitting there and doing nothing and I could be doing oh, other I'm- stuff all about movies but yeah, i mean i okay. i'm all i used to be all about watching movies but now like it's just especially with everything going on it seems like i need to be like more active and like books and video games and writing and all that stuff is more active but anyways the other thing i've been doing i've been playing dishonored oh yeah, yeah I, I, so Great i choice. originally played like the first level and then like i'm very bad at this game by the way it's it's not an easy one i'm playing it, it, it on the easiest difficulty and it's still pretty rough are you doing like no deaths? I, uh... I'm not doing no deaths, but I'm doing low chaos. Okay. So it's even harder than if I just ran through and killed everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, that it, mm, well, it kind of like gets, the game it, gets harder the more you just rando murder people. Yeah, because then rats pile up. But yeah, like yeah, there are times when it's like I don't feel like playing this part over, so I'm just gonna put a knife through this guy. Uh, that was sleep darts for me. Where I, I don't ran feel out like of doing sleep darts. Right. Sleep dart. I ran out of sleep darts, and I also have the upgrade on sleep darts, so I could just like in battle to instantly fall asleep. But like literally, yeah. it's just like I don't feel like doing this part again. So through the neck it goes. <laughs> I I definitely loved there were parts of that game where I'd be like crouched in a corner, like aiming a sleep dart at someone, like. Don't turn around. This is my last hey, sleep you. dart. Don't turn around. This is my... Then it's just like, shoot! <laughs> like, sleep dart. You gotta go in a closet. <laughs> Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, so I got the report at the end of the first mission when I just recently replayed it. And it was like, okay, six deaths. Like, not bad. Um, It's like... Bells rung one because at the end, like they started ringing the bells. Like I'm like literally right next to the boat, so I'm not even gonna try this again. I'm bye. Yeah, right. I don't care. It's one bell rung. I don't care. Bell rung one, and it's like, um, unconscious body or dead bodies discovered eight. And I'm like, whoops. I should probably try. <laughs> I should probably hide them. But so I went to this one building to like, um poison it's like to get some poison and literally i just knocked the guy out dragged him to the corner and threw him in the doorway knocked the other guy like so there was just six guys just piled up in the doorway <laughs> and then i got the poison and i left <laughs> and then the other one the people by um granny rags place i um the gentleman callers that she wants you to get rid of i knocked them all out with sleep darts then piled them up in the corner because i couldn't find a place close to me to throw <laughs> the bodies away and then when i came back two of them were discovered but the other one on the way bottom of the pile wasn't for some reason it was like <laughs> they couldn't see the third body like, on top of the pile of bodies like, so they picked up the two bodies but they just left the other unconscious dude okay fine what don't care. There was only two of them there. They weren't going to carry him back. And then you know? the other time was just like, sleep down a guy and just run through a door. I was like, I don't care. But yeah, apparently there was um a lot of uh, bodies that were just left out <laughs> in the open. I'm not the best assassin. And that's why I don't kill anybody in that game. I just sleep down and run. Yo, I, I, no, I loved that game. Really, that, I'm that only was... using... T- so, okay. I got 
all three games, like Dishonored, Dishonored 2, and Dishonored um, Death of the Outsider, yeah. I got them all right. in a package for $17. But tell me how this makes sense. The definitive edition of Dishonored was $19. And that's just the first game, like, remastered. But the Weird. package with the definitive edition and the other two games was $17. Steam sales are broken, This wasn't Steam. This was PlayStation. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, that's why I was just saying, what the heck, PlayStation? But yeah, Steam summer sales going on. Guys, pick up Dishonored. Pick up, like, pick up all the games you want it, but, like, we're like, eh, it's too expensive. I got Greedfall because I heard that was just good enough to pay, like, $20 for. I got <laughs> Final Fantasy VII, like, the original. I got Ooh. a Jackbox game and um, something else for, like, 7 Oh, I think. Yeah, something else for, like, $7. I'm like, I, I, I made out like a bandit. My my short list right now is basically Monster Hunter World I'm thinking uh, about getting. I, have, I rage quit that game. I have friends that play it, and so I kind of cool. have, like, someone to hold my hand and tell me what to do. I had someone to hold my hand and tell me what to do. And I rage quit that oh. game. <laughs> well... We shouldn't play Sea of Thieves together. I think you'd get very mad very quick. I think with multiplayer, like, big world games like that, I get really mad because they are meant for you to keep... Well, at least Monster Hunter, it's meant for you to keep progressing armor class and keep, like, upgrading yeah. stuff. And it's just like, I just want to play the game, man. And then also yeah, the Monster Hunts that... take, like, an hour long each. Well, and I, I hate that. Where I got... I hunted the monster for that whole hour and then it kills me at the very last section when after it like flies away to three different spots and i was like i'm not playing this for another hour i'm done <laughs> i hunted you yep. for an hour and then bullcrap happened that i died i got stuck on something and i died i'm not playing you for another hour yeah i i understand what you're saying like I, I said, you. in that situation where you were running away for an hour, I would have just ki killed us all and let them just not have treasure. Right. Like, No, I get that. Okay, Cody, last thing, and I'm so sorry this lasts in an hour. No, it's okay. You, why are you always just so easygoing? Can't you, like, get Oh, hey, do you, want me to, do you want me to fill in one random thing? Yes, please. I saw Hamilton on Disney+. Yeah, Plus. how do you like Hamilton? I have mixed feelings about it. How do you it? like Hamilton? The music's good. You know what I will say was funny to realize is that, like, um, Lin-Manuel Miranda is definitely, like, the weakest performer <laughs> in the whole thing. Right. Um, and I mean, he, like, wrote it and scored it, and he's not just a singer. And he's, like, not a bad singer. That's not what no, I'm no, saying. No. But there were definitely parts where I'm like, everyone is better than you. <laughs> like, I mean, that is... not bad. That is a killer cast. That cast it is, is so it good. Is. Like uh, particularly saying he's the worst Aaron one is saying that that cast is that good. Yeah, and I mean it's just funny because he's it's like such a I don't want to say like a an ego piece, but kind of. I mean it's like wrote, scored, and then yeah, it was, started. It was a, in a, it was a labor of love that he ended up starting. Yeah, in. it's like very much like his passion project. See, that um, was almost me for our thing, where it was like I wrote, <laughs> wrote, produced, and started. I'm not starring in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of really great performances in it. Um, I did not realize that there is like no dialogue. See, so it's done in the operatic format, and that's the only thing I didn't like. Because um, that's the same thing with Le Mez does. I don't like the operatic format where it's just singing start to finish. I want di like I want dialogue in you to act out the scenes, not just to do a music like a music video the whole time. 
I almost said not yeah. do a musical the whole time, but it, well, it, it's a it's a musical. <laughs> no, I, I understand what you meant, but yeah. So I, I saw that. I had already listened to the music a bunch. Yeah, so Mel it's not loved like the music. We saw it in Chicago. I thought it was great, but I don't like the operatic format. I I get you. Which all right? What's your last thing? Oh gosh, so I so I've been reading the graphic novel slash comic Monstrous, and it is freaking fantastic. It's like this so. Every single time there's, like, a new fantasy idea that's actually, like, big and expansive, they always have to do the thing where they're like, hey, this is as expansive and as big as Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings. It's like, why do you have to compare every fantasy to Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones? And it's also even weirder that this was, like, written by a woman and then drawn by a woman as well. So it's like, oh, yes, you're comparing them to the two big men that are in fantasy Yay, great, thank you. Yes, why can't she just be her own thing? Why does this have to be, oh yeah, she's as good as these men. That's that. Sorry, that's just what the reviews come off to me as. Yeah, I don't know. I think there is like a definitely a propensity to compare things that don't need to be compared. They, they, and also, it's just fantasy. Like, not all fantasy has to be compared to the Game of Thrones. Yeah, definitely not Game of Thrones. And I mean, like, yeah, I mean, Tolkien is far enough back that I understand it's like difficult to cut ties with it. It's just like... But he's far enough back that it's like... Why is it like it's not that he's it's not, not like, relevant, but not it shouldn't be relevant to comparing stuff to in this day and age? Like, yeah, and no one's writing fiction like Tolkien's fiction. No, no one wants to read that either. So I'm like, no, it's probably not anything like Tolkien. It's just that you can. It's difficult to ever get away from that entirely. But anyways, well, yeah. so. monstrous is this like expansive dark fantasy world based off of like um, East Asian culture and. What does it have to do with talking then? Anyway, yeah, that's ahead. exactly what I was saying. It's just because it's big fantasy man. We have to compare her to a man. Sorry. The more and more I do side characters, the more and more I become a feminist. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But, like, it's definitely very clear <laughs> in these, like, later episodes. <laughs> but it's just... So, but... um. The story is expansive, like, um, dark fantasy based off East Asia culture. Like, the outfits and designs are very asian inspired in it they're amazing but like it's this this well i was gonna say girl but she's older this woman um micah as she's like trying to discover like why her mother was betrayed and killed and she's like running into the like pretty much getting in between this war against the arcanics who are these um, people, basically humanoid people who are the bond between um, the ancients, which were based off the gods slash goddesses, and the humans against, like, the natural humans, specifically the Kumea um, dynasty. And pretty much, like, she's in between that, trying to find out why her um, mother was betrayed by the Kumea dynasty and getting wrapped in that. But she also discovers that she has a dark ancient monster inside of her that um is coming is reawakening and trying to take control and it's like the two of them like both um basically bonding and combining their powers to figure out what happened because the ancient monster doesn't really remember what happened to him or who he is and She's trying to figure out like what happened to her mom. And it's like, is she did her mom ever truly care about her, or is she really chasing after a ghost that like never really had who basically raised her to be a weapon as she's finding out that she has this monster inside of her? And then like dealing with the Kamea dynasty, where it turns out that it's actually led by the um 
Lady Superior Destria, who also has an ancient um, evil inside of her. And it's just like this this whole thing. And, it's, and I think it's really cool. And it's definitely very unique to me because it's based off of matriarchal society rather than your standard patriarchal society. So it, it's very interesting to see. Like, very obvious and very early on, you notice that most of all the characters are female. And... Like, so a lot of the soldiers are female, but that's because it's a matriarchal society and like they're the ones in charge and they're the, they're the soldiers. And it, it's, it's very cool to see like this vision done in such a spectacular way. And it has some of the best art I have seen in a comic period. Like it is absolutely beautiful. And just the story is interesting. The fact that there's like this, I mean, I was going to send you pictures of it in a second. You don't have to look. But yeah, there's Monstrous. M-O-N-T-R-E-S-S. Monstrous. I got yeah. you. It's just really, really top-notch. And the magic's really cool. And the fact that like she has this ancient beast that's pretty much just looks like Full Metal Alchemist the monster, where it's a bunch of eyes and tentacles wrapped up into one big monster, one big humanoid monster. And it, it, it's just really fantastic. Like, both that it's fantasy and both that it's actually fantastic. But, yeah, I like it. What do you think of the art? Yeah, I like. I definitely like the art it style. Is it's cool. Some of the, like, the artist is so good. Some of the best art I've seen in a, in a comic. Like, to think that someone would put that amount of work in a comic just, just surprises me. And, like, a lot of it, like, it definitely feels like it has a little bit of, like, an anime, like, inspiration with, like, some of their, like, smaller characters like, um, if you look up the character, Keepa definitely looks like something you would see. Um, K-I-P-P-A definitely seems like something you would see out of an anime. But yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's a really, really, really cool book. I've got the first 18 chapters. Oh, I was looking at the wrong comic. What? This is very different, but also good. What comic were you looking at? It's called Monstrous. It's just spelled differently. How's it spelled? Because I didn't spell it right. Um, oh, monstrous less S's and more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you were looking monstrous. at no. That's no monstrous. I, that's why I spelled it out for you. You're like, I got it. <laughs> well, I yielded results. I like both of these styles, yeah, no. but they are very different. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> no. The, the art is very, very beautiful for monstrous. Again, that's M O N T R E S S. Monstrous, not monstrous. Those are two different words. But yeah, I I, I think it's just, it's a very, 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 very good um, comic and just absolutely colorful and just cool. So yeah, check it out, please. If, I mean. Yeah, I want to. This does look really cool. Yeah, it's, it's, I have the first 18 chapters and already so much has happened. It's just like, oh my Lord. It's just like, it's just like, just the amount of stuff that is just packed in. It's almost like it's like Game of Thrones or um, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's just, it's, it just, it doesn't look at all like, like it, Game that, of Thrones or Lord of the Rings. Like, Game of, like I can imagine if there was like dragons and like multiple different kingdoms all fighting for one. I could understand if it was like that, but there's strictly the Arcanics versus the humans and the Kamea dynasty rather than like four kingdoms fighting for the throne. Like it just, it just looks so absolutely nothing like Lord of the Rings or game of Thrones. It's like hard to imagine a fantasy more different. Yeah. There's, it's not even like, it's like the usual, like the Lord of the Rings, like races with dwarves, elves and like orcs and stuff. There's not even that. There's literally like tiger and shark people and stuff. Like the arcanics are pretty much just like 
animals mixed with human rather than like dwarves. Like, so I don't understand why that comparison even happened. But I, I, I really do think it's like, oh, because these are big fantasy men, we have to compare the woman. She's just as good as the men. <sighs> frustrates me. Really frustrates me. Anyways, I, I get you. I talked for way too long. That's why I wish you had more stuff than Sea of Thieves. Sorry. You could have even started talking about work again. <laughs> I mean, I could talk to you about Pirates of the Caribbean, but that's kind of like. Wait, have you watched Pirates stuff. of the just... Caribbean recently? Yeah, it's a good movie. Oh, like the, you haven't watched like the other four of them? Oh, I've watched all of them. It's just the first one is good. The second two are like, yeah, and then there's the and rest the of them. Then the fourth is, eh. And the fifth I haven't watched because it was <laughs> the fourth was so, eh. It's a. Uh... It's a train wreck. Like, and the thing uh, is, I you know, love you know, like sea bearing stories, like when you're out there on the open ocean. Like I, that's why I like yeah. your story of the breath so much because I like open ocean adventure stories. Right, it's but fun. Pirates and, of the Caribbean yeah. somehow found a way to make that painful. Yep. Yeah. Eventually they did. All right, Jordan. Are we yes, done? we're done. Ready I'm sorry, Cody. Uh, it's okay. Anyways, Cody, where can we find you? Uh, I. I just said World Shop. Yeah, you can find me there, but also the Wandering Gamer Network on YouTube or where podcasts are or on Twitch. Oh, yeah, you can find me at the Side Characters Podcast on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. I'm going to be on Stitcher soon. I got to get to that. But yeah, I'll post the link in the description as I just started doing because I realized I wasn't doing that because I always get sidetracked. But yeah, it's a podcast about cultural diversity in nerd culture. And we just have a lot of fun with it, even though a lot of the topics frustrate the heck out of us. Recently, we did horror tropes that need to go away. Like such as the black guy dying first or um, uh, hellish mental hospitals. And um, what was the other one? And sexy kill uh, monsters and stuff like that. Like, but anyways, Check it out. It's really, we put a lot of work in it. Anyways, we'll catch you on the flip side. I talked for way too much. I apologize. Bye.